0: you're listening to the clarity cloud podcast where we bring our intentions to fruition and wake our creativity out of hibernation i'm your host angie mason together we are the seekers we are the dreamers dreaming ourselves awake gray skies black heart i need to find some Hi guys, it's Angie. I just wanted to share some information before we get into this episode of an upcoming exhibit that's happening this very weekend. And if you hear that noise in the background, that's just my cat opening up doors like he does. He's very talented. So, my exciting show to share with you is happening during the Hoboken studio tour on the weekend of November 3rd and 4th, this year, 2018. So if you go to the Newman Leathers Building 300 Observer Highway in Hoboken, New Jersey, Building H on the fourth floor, you will see myself and several other talented artists featured in this exhibit. And there's also bands playing, and the opening party is on November 3rd, starting from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. I'll include the flyer for the show on my blog so you can see the information. So if you're interested in seeing the art during the day, if you can't make it at night, on November 3rd, you can come by at 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., And then, like I had said, on November 3rd, Saturday, the opening party is from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. And then, on Sunday, November 4th, if you can only make it on that day, you can come by from, let's see here, I think it's starting at 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. So there seems to be different performances going on during that day of different people, which you'll see on the flyer. I'm not really sure exactly what's going on. I do know I heard on Saturday at the opening party there's going to be a surrealistic puppet show, which I am looking forward to. And I have one of my new um, paintings in the show. It's pretty big and it's called Girl in Eruption, along with five other of my paintings. And like I said, there's other artists, great artists in the show that you can go and check it out Allison Silva, a friend of mine, artist friend of mine she's awesome um I hope to see you there, I'm gonna be at the opening party from 8pm to midnight so I hope that um if you make it, maybe I'll see you in person, but if you can't see me, I hope that you can make it to see my art um that is my news. I hope that you also enjoy this show. I know I've taken some time off of making this podcast as I had gone through. I mentioned my own little chaos birth and some new things are going on and just shifts, life shifts happen. So I'm trying my best to navigate and to also keep bringing my ideas to fruition and staying my course so I hope that you enjoy episode nine. I have already started writing episode 10, so that should be coming out soon. Um, and I already have my ideas for the rest of this final season, and I'm hoping to wrap up this season by the end of this year. That's my goal. So do keep your eye out for some future episodes, and let's get on to the show. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Inspiration. The word inspiration has early roots in Latin, meaning to breathe upon and breathe life into. I personally love the idea of this extra life force breathing even more life into us, making us better humans, if not just for a moment. We push humanity forward every time inspiration shows itself to someone, a cure. A scientific breakthrough, a beautiful poem, or a visual feast of a painting, to name a few. These are the astonishing parts of humanity. How we create and share our wonder, that makes life meaningful and makes you want to get up in the morning at the chance you just might be inspired that day. I was never really insane, except upon occasions When my heart was touched. Edgar Allan Poe. Inspiration can feel like a fevered, intentional and unintentional dive into madness at times. That driving force that moves us to action, it can seem almost supernatural. Inspiration can feel like allowing yourself to have just the right amount of delusional belief in one's powers bordering on delusions of grandeur at times. It shows up, out of the blue, ready to get to work, dragging you along, and when you go for it, you come out the other side, stunned and perhaps a bit confused as to what the heck just happened. Then, you look at what you have just made, and it knocks the wind out of you, almost as if it's that extra life breath of inspiration leaving you after the journey is complete. I know it sounds fantastical, doesn't it? But it can really feel like this. This inspiration that feeds us, that nourishes us and helps us grow. It sustains our creative lives, giving us deeper meaning to our existence and fuels the forward search in hopes to once again, grasp it after it leaves us. It fills our heart with such vibrancy and wonder. But why is it oftentimes so elusive? Why does it feel like it chooses us? What is the secret code to unlock this superpower? Can we conjure it at will? Can we cultivate it? Hack the system? I have no solid answers. Maybe I have a few tricks up my sleeve, but that's all I have to try to lure it out. Nothing is concrete or official. But it is surely a driving force for my art life all of these years. Just when I think, oh, I guess that's it. I have nothing else to give. Something else emerges, an idea, and I get to work. David Lynch speaks about diving deeper into the self to catch the big fish in his book, Catching the Big Fish. A book I recommend as hearing his story, I find it is really inspiring seeing how he faces his creative process. These complex ideas that are stirring inside us, but just need time dedicated to stillness with oneself in order to bring forth these bigger ideas. He spoke of needing four hours in order to get one good hour of painting done. I feel this very much to be true when approaching my work on a daily basis. I always need a warm-up period to even just be in my special creative space. It just feels like a stew cooking, simmering, letting all the flavors mix together before coming onto that final taste. Inspiration and ideas are my personal wealth. I hoard them and plant them as much as I am able to. To feel inspired fills us with so much vibrancy and just love of life. It really is a wonder and a gift when we are filled with inspiration. Much like an apparition, though, an idea shows itself vague and mysterious lingering inside your head trying to capture your attention and sometimes it hooks us and we catch the big fish so to speak if we choose to reel it in we could have a feast or if we let it go like so often ideas that show themselves and disappear just like that gone oftentimes never to be seen again at least not to us but the truly special moments of deep connection and wonder occur When we grab inspiration and act on it, letting it take the wheel, driving us over the edge into oftentimes unknown territory, and it's marvelous, and at the same time, terrifying. Can we find the power to cultivate this feeling of inspiration? Can we figure out ways to summon it? Or is it more mysterious, unable to pinpoint that moment of light? But maybe... If we just keep our head down working toward a dream, eventually a big idea shows up, like it's noticed your hard work and wants to give you a raise and help level up your game. Paolo Coelho wrote in The Alchemist, When we love, we always strive to become better than we are. When we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better too. Is inspiration that high- we spend our whole lives chasing just to get a taste is it really that elusive or can we simply choose to live an inspired life somehow wrangling the power of this sometimes supernatural feeling is it really possible or are we living fooled lives believing in something that is not there until it is is it the idea of being delusional in order to move forward with your dreams a balancing act walking the fine line of a clear-minded grounded individual, to a delusional lunatic madman. We are what we pretend to be, so we must be careful about what we pretend to be. Kurt Vonnegut, Mother Night. Looking at my past episodes, how does creative hibernation, environment, chaos births, and nostalgia feed inspiration? I believe that they are all part of the puzzle. They're all part of the puzzle of creativity and are essential in understanding and allowing the process toward finding inspiration. Nostalgia, memories, and our past experiences certainly play a role in positive and negative triggers, which can open us up to exploration of new ideas. Also, dreams or reverie hold this inspiration life breath that can also lead us on paths of exploration to bigger ideas. They're like guides that help us to go to that deep place within ourselves. They allow us a greater scope, seeing a vast landscape of real and not yet real possibilities. Our environments affect us on so many levels. Having an awareness of this can certainly help. By creating a space where you spend a bulk of your time that is optimized for your brain and body to be its most content, open, honest, and free, allowing ideas to flow as smoothly as they can. I believe the right environment can open us up and allow us to unfold so inspiration can find you easier. Another part of the process discussed here was creative hibernation. This in regards to inspiration is a time we face where the mind has a period of rest where it's resting and healing. This may be a prime time to have inspiration visit as we are quiet and still, not distracted and pulled in too many different directions, missing its signal. And the opposite mode of creative hibernation is a chaos birth. This can be a catalyst that drives us into new places, which if we allow ourselves to unfold, we can take in a new experience and have a moment of rapid growth due to the chaos of life pushing us along at a faster rate. That anxious, frenzied heart can sometimes stumble onto inspiration out of desperation. I recently became aware of a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, who speaks of inspiration as magic, how it can visit us, and if we don't pay it attention, it will find another more willing being to take on an idea. So it gives real life to the notion of ideas floating around us all the time, like in an invisible field, like Wi-Fi beams wrapping around us, living with us. And if we are lucky, interacting with us. It is a truly delightful, inspiring read on creativity and deals with a lot of issues that I've talked about in this podcast. It was during my research for my podcast episodes that led me to discovering her book, which I am really grateful for, I definitely think it's time well spent. Nourishment for the heart and mind. One of the things that she says in her book is, I believe that our planet is inhibited not only by animals and plants and bacteria and viruses, but also by ideas. Ideas are a disembodied energetic life form. They are completely separate from us, but capable of interacting with us albeit strangely. Ideas have no material body, but they do have consciousness, and they most certainly have will. Ideas are driven by a single impulse, to be made manifest. And the only way an idea can be made manifest in our world is through collaboration with a human partner. It is only through a human's efforts that an idea can be escorted out of the ether and into the realm Of the actual Elizabeth Gilbert, Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear. Now, thinking of nature, trees have rings inside of them, marking moments of key events fire, drought, age, etc., etc. These memory rings that mark how they lived serve as life maps. Can we look at past lives lived and see their memory rings and find patterns in how inspiration flowed throughout history? Can we spot if moments repeat so we can say if a certain age of human existence is the prime time for inspiration to hit, where we maybe are most in tune and open as receptacles to inspiration? I'm sure there's somewhere, some studies have been done like this or they're being done. Honestly, though, I don't really care at the end of the day, as long as inspiration keeps breathing extra life into me. It's neat to ponder at moments, the bigger picture, but sometimes we need to focus on the singular tree that is us, and remember what makes a forest so beautiful are the trees, and to nurture and grow us, the individual tree in the forest of humanity, being aware that we are all connected, yet singularly existing, our shared existence and unique paths mixed together, stirring human inspiration. And if we choose to tap into that pool, we can find it as long as we remain receptive and open to it, allowing it to overtake us and dedicate ourselves towards bringing inspiration's ideas to life. It breathed life into us. Now we must follow the partnership and make this idea come to fruition. Honor this partnership. Don't be negligent. When it comes to inspiration, or else you may find you hit a dry spell, let's get inspired and help push humanity along just a bit further in our history's progress by letting inspiration carry us further. We help the whole. I heard a story from Tom Waits written in an article, and it said, In the forest, there was a crooked tree and a straight tree. Every day... The straight tree would say to the crooked tree, Look at me. I'm tall, and I'm straight, and I'm handsome. Look at you. You're all crooked and bent over. No one wants to look at you. And they grew up in that forest together. And then one day, the loggers came, and they saw the crooked tree and the straight tree, and they just said, just cut the straight trees and leave the rest. So the loggers turned all the straight trees into lumber and toothpicks and paper, and the cricket tree is still there, growing stronger and stranger every day. Okay, listen, sure, inspiration is a piece of the puzzle, But even if you aren't inspired 100% of the time, because really, who is? You can still be dedicated to your work, whatever it is you do. And I actually believe that this is the most important thing of all, being dedicated to your craft. Whatever it is, pay attention to it. Nurture it every day. A little goes a long way. I draw every day. Some days it may literally be scribbles in my book. But just to make marks, to activate my art muscles, other days I get that clear mind moment and have more visions to draw out. But no matter if I am inspired or not, I stay the course. I keep working and keep pushing toward this thing that I do, even if at times I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just keep at it, and eventually, it comes to me. I allow myself to be lost in order to be found. Having that moment of being found may just be when inspiration hits. Basically, the elusiveness of inspiration is not a reason to stop working. Don't let capturing it frustrate you or your lack of feeling it. Just be and do and try. Everything worth anything takes time, and a lot of work, with patience and love. Sometimes you wake up, sometimes the fall kills you, and sometimes when you fall, you fly. Neil Gaiman, Fables and Reflections, The Sandman Number 6 If you are feeling lost, sometimes looking outward can help revive you. Maybe visit a gallery show or a museum, see a concert, or spend time in nature. Whatever jolts energy into your heart and makes you feel alive, do that. Like I always say in this podcast, dream yourself awake. These energy jolts, they build up. They can build up into an inspired concept. Just remain open allow things to seep in and out. If you happen to be in the New York City area, the wonderful and discerning curator, Samantha Levin, puts together great art show guides, which you can find in the show notes on the blog at claritycloud.blogspot.com. Perhaps you might find some inspiration jolts on there. Where do you go to find inspiration? Tweet me at Angie Mason Art, hashtag claritycloudpodcast. Lastly, just stay the course. Don't let the blues drown out your light. Breathe deep and slow. Take in the extra breath and visualize it as if you are drinking an inspiration's life breath. Be infused by wonder. Believe in it. Eventually, it shows up. I'm Angie. Till next time. Dream yourself awake. You have been listening to the Clarity Cloud podcast. Please comment and review and follow along by subscribing to this podcast. Your engagement helps us reach a wider audience, allowing us to grow. So thank you. You can also find us at claritycloud.blogspot.com. This is where we will be posting show notes as well as links to our podcasts and other fun treats. You can also reach me on Twitter. Tweet me at Angie Mason Art. I'm your host, Angie Mason. Thanks for your attention and hearts. Keep doing, keep being, and dream yourself awake. See you next time. Gray skies, black heart I need to find some other part I need flowers. I want some all blue skies and clear hearts from here on in.